Was that a honk? (laughs) Three, two, one. You're recording. Oh, I'm already recording. Oh, perfect. I'm not yet. I knew I would get something. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Don't use that. Welcome to Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast. And by the way, underwhelming is underrated, Cassandra. Over overwhelming isn't. Sometimes overwhelming is overwhelming. Yes. Under underwhelming is seldom overwhelming. So I'm confused. <laughs> underrated. Just say it. It is. Okay. It's uh, Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. Used to do a radio show. Now we do a podcast. Here mm-hmm. we are. Here we are. Thank you. Uh, by the way, uh, we have uh, passed another uh, landmark uh, download number. What was the download? Yeah, sir, Rachel? we're over twenty thousand now. We're oh, over twenty thousand. Seventeen episodes. Yeah, yeah, that happened in seventeen episodes. Not bad. I guess. Thank you very much to everybody listening, and if you've told a friend about us, thank you because that's how we get listeners is word of mouth, essentially. So yeah. thank you very much. Foreman's still on the radio, still working in the radio uh, uh, business. Right. Um, you and I are no longer working in the radio business, so I thought it would be fun to talk about. Uh, the radio business. Okay, uh, let's do it. Well, you know, um, how about it? Radio to me was all I ever really wanted to do when I was uh, growing up. I was, I'm, I'm a lot older, but when I was growing up and listening to the radio, I went, "Is that a job? Is that a yeah. way to make a living?" Because I would like to do that. Um, it is a job. It's not uh, the greatest way to make a living because uh, when you first start, as you both know, you don't make uh, very much money at all. No, mm-hmm. not at the beginning. Uh, in radio. But uh, it's a great job because it's a lot of fun. But it's changed a lot in the many years since, you know, when I started. So uh, here's the thing now. I find myself, now that I'm not working on the radio, I still listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm now uh, driving in rush hour traffic every morning as the personal chauffeur to a 16-year-old. Yes, um, of course. That I uh, <laughs> bet you can't wait till she gets her license. <laughs> That's another story altogether. Should <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. use it in my car, my <laughs> black truck? That's right. No. Yeah, so no. uh, we're, uh, we listen. So I, I now drive really when I used to work. And one of the great things about morning radio is. Um, not getting up at uh, three in the morning. That's the worst thing about morning radio. Mm -hmm. But the best thing about morning radio is you never really have to worry about rush hour traffic because you're not in it. You're already there. It's awesome. And then when you leave, there's not a lot of traffic. Whenever I did have to drive in rush hour traffic, I'd be like, where do all these people come from? (laughs) Do they all live here? Like, well, there's like from? There's five extra cars on the road at 4 a.m. I'm yeah. so angry. I yes. know. Like, you get, get out of this. Oh. Is my road. This yeah. is my time. Get out of yeah, the way. What are you I doing just, up? Shouldn't yeah. you be sleeping? Just put the vehicle right. in cruise control and get to work. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, just like get out of my way. Exactly. Who are you and why are you in my way? So yep. it's very difficult for us, as you can understand. And I try to explain this to my to my wife, even though she says, "Yeah, uh, sure." Uh, <laughs> that when we're in the in stuck in traffic. We don't like it because we're, it's just not what we're accustomed to. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, uh, I'm now driving in Russia. That's a different topic altogether. But I'm also listening to uh, uh, some morning radio. 
Because you don't get a chance to do that when you no. are working in the morning. You don't. That's you don't true. know. You you meet maybe the other people that me, that you compete against, but you don't really get a chance to listen to them. You just don't. No. Yeah. So I I and I, I'm not here to talk about any anyone specific. Uh, there, are, there are no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> there are lots of people working out there. Some are better than others. Yeah. Some are not. <laughs> which uh, ones are better you know than what? which I, ones? <laughs> no. I, I always found that everybody was kind to each other we were all I, I always felt we were all in it together you know we're all out there doing the same thing well you're so. uh, sure but you also knew you you know as well as i do rachel that we would sit and listen to somebody someday we would go well let's just stream them and see if they're doing it. and then we would go why are they doing that right what's wrong yeah. with them <laughs> i mean we're always going to find rubs. fault with something they're doing exactly. to make ourselves feel better about our own show yeah, exactly. i assume they were doing the same to us too so, oh sure you know, to be I, well, I hope they were it's entertaining. <laughs> sure. Any, yeah. Anyway, uh, here's the thing about uh, radio is that everybody now has a, it, it's so different from many, many years ago when you would, maybe you would have a country station and then you would have a pop station mm-hmm. and then maybe a talk station, maybe, or a news thing. But All split now, up by genre. Now we got so many different formats and so many, that's one of the reasons that I actually liked working country because we tended to be what we said we were. Now, yeah. uh, you'd say, you know, you can say your new country, you can say country favorites, you can say any of those things. You could take out of that whatever you want. You know, we, we label ourselves like that in radio just to try to, we try to find, we try to walk a fine line where when we say we're country favorites, you'll go, yes, that's what I'm seeking, my favorite country. Right. But right. then you realize after several months, these aren't all my favorites. They're not all my favorites. Yeah. You know, Who's but, picking but, these favorites but, you of know, mine? These are country favorites, and that's a blurry line. You could say country favorites and kind of get away with that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Gee, and then you I might guess. realize, why doesn't any country station actually have a name? They're all just country followed by the number. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Like, at least other stations have names. Country just says, this is the type of music we play at 103. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. But yeah. I, I always liked call letters. I always thought call letters were so... Because I was brought up in an era where you had great call letters. Yeah, like, back in the day, it was a big deal. Everybody was... C-K-L-W. Right. C-J-B-K. I mean, those yeah. call letters were... Super J-B-K. No kidding. That was a great <laughs> caller. And then we ended up with... Uh, the the radio station that we worked with for a, a number of years, which was which had a I don't and it wasn't our choice to change it, but BX ninety three so good so good, I mean so good right like I you mean, all I the, guess I mean, you listening who weren't the country fan who didn't listen to us before still knew of that yeah oh yeah, yeah. people well, it, knew I mean, what it was staple, of we course. knew what they did and. It, it jumped out at you anyway. Pure country, it's you know that's what they play. It's pure country. We're not lying to you. They really no, like no, that George it. Strait We're... album and movie. In all the world. She opened his heart. Haven't you ever been in love before? Brought back his hope. You're quite a talented man, Mister Wyatt. And helped him find the truth. Just me and my guitar. You think anybody'd buy that? In his oh, own music. As true as mine. George Strait. Leslie Ann Warren, Isabel Glasser, Pure Country, directed by Christopher Kane. But the one I really like, uh, I, I gravitate towards now, it, maybe it's because I'm a little older, I don't know, but I'm listening to the radio station 
uh, and there are many. I don't know what there. They've changed. There used to be a Bob, and then there was a Jack, and yeah. then uh, the Bob names. Yeah, they Dave. Were, and, and there was a yeah, da- Dave. there were Daves at one point, which I thought was great. Um, <laughs> and then they, and now I, I think we we decided we're not going to do uh, or the old people we worked for uh, had Bob, and then they changed it to Move. What the hell does that mean? I have no oh, is idea. Is that what they changed the Bobs to? Is move. that what it is? Move or bounce? bounce? Maybe it's bounce. Oh, bounce maybe. I, I have no idea. But what does that mean? Move, move is basically bounce. Easy Rock. Bounce is Easy Rock for smaller towns. <laughs> It I is? don't know. I don't Very know. much. I, I feel to, like bounce should be dance music because you're bouncing. Well, exactly. Why did you know, you know? At least when you say pure country or country, it is as advertised. We're yeah, playing I mean, you country. You, you know, know what you're, you're getting, getting. You know you're getting country. Yeah. This station here in town, and it, look, <laughs> the music's not terrible, but they here's the, there there's and the guy says it all the time. We play what we want. What and, they want. Yeah. We, we pl- we're we playing what we want. What are you going to do about it? I mean, they, right. it's very. Change the know, station. Yeah. Play. We play. That is their <laughs> handle. We play. Now, what that means when that whole thing started was they were trying to, a little behind the scenes, they're trying to create a, a radio station with variety. That's what we're saying to you. You're tired of hearing the same old songs. Mm-hmm. So we play what we want. It's like a mixtape. I mean, it's we're gonna you never know what you're gonna get. But the yeah. I know that I'm not gonna get any repeats during my work day. Well, I hope not. <laughs> anyway. And I would like to play the nine two five challenge. <laughs> do they still do that? I probably. Uh, sounds anyway. like they would. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so i after a while I'm I am sort of to the point where I literally said, so the guy says to me the other day, we're playing what we want. And I said, you know what? Yeah, you are. You are playing what you want. <laughs> but you're seldom playing what I want. <laughs> like, yes. do you not yeah. realize that by saying <laughs> we play what we want, mm-hmm. that's basically saying to me, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving it. By saying yes. we play what we want, you're really leaving out a key element, and yes. that is the audience. Yes. And how what they you, want. How about you play what we want? Yes. Right? I don't care what you want. Yes. Play what I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm what, listening. How about just once you play something I want? Yes. I, okay. I hear you. I agree. Fair. Anyway, I just They play I... what they want. Do they even do studies about what other oh. people might want? Because that indicates to me that they don't. Don't make it easy for me to say to you, I know you're playing what you want. How about you play what I want? How about you do that? And while we're at it, I don't want to get into it for too long, but uh, you got to stop calling yourself fresh when you're not. (laughs) You're only fresh for so long, right? If you've been fresh for more than a couple years, it's not fresh anymore. Yeah. Here's Madonna. Followed by Lady Gaga. A little Papa Don't Preach for you. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Miley Cyrus Flowers up next. Get all your spooky traffic and weather. <laughs> this is due to underwhelming demand with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. New sponsor to welcome to the podcast today. Yes, thank you very much to Melissa Photography. We're glad to have you on board. 
Melissa is a photographer based out of Belmont, and she does areas like photography all over, from Huron County to Elgin County. She's all over the place, so she's not just located in Elgin, but she does photos everywhere. I've checked out her Instagram page, and it's awesome. Her stuff's great, actually, at Melissa Photofolio. Okay. Audit. Facebook is, uh, you, I guess you can look up Melissa Photography or facebook.com slash page. And her website is melissaphotography77.mypixieset.com. But it's really, it's a lot of like real life candid more things like yeah, that's yeah, where you're expressing emotions said. and laughing and telling stories. Not mm-hmm. not a lot of posed things that seem very I like cold. That. I not like overly that. posed. That's what yeah. she says. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. She does a lot of baby, uh, family, maternity. She actually has, if you are looking for maternity stuff, she has dresses you can wear, which is important because we don't have those when we are you know, looking for maternity stuff. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if the photographer has it, then that's great. She does wedding. She also does wedding planning if you're looking for a photographer and a planner in one. Oh. But she does all kinds of stuff. She also does photo restoration. So if you have like some old photos that you want restored, she'll do that too. And printing, like canvas, greeting cards, printing pictures, professional services. She's great. You should check her out. Yeah, it's early uh, in the new year, but uh, apparently Melissa has, um, she does wedding photography, obviously, and she has dates available. So uh, worth getting a hold of uh, Melissa. And Absolutely. And thank you for Melissa for uh, joining us. So again, how do we, uh, how do you, what's the website again? Melissa Photography 77, the numbers, dot mypixieset.com. Get a hold of her by uh, emailing photographyandplanning at gmail.com. She's capturing all of life's best moments. Oh, yeah. Dear Dave, Rachel, and Foreman, almost. Hang on. Foreman, we better. Uh, oh. oh, boy. Yeah. One, two. Crack it. Yeah. We're going to get into life's little problems. We may need a. Beverage. A beer. We always yeah. should have done this on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that okay. would be allowed. Here we go. You know, I saw this one on Springer the other day. Controversy, drama, opinions, debate. Dear Dave and Rachel. Dear Dave and Rachel. Dear Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. I was offered a job at my husband's company, and although I think it would be great, he's not excited about it, to say the least. It's a small company, but we would be working in different departments. I would be in marketing, and he's in sales. We would have some interaction, but not all the time. My husband is mad that I applied and didn't tell him. He's even more upset that I got the job. He says we're together every evening and weekend and that I should take my talent elsewhere. He doesn't want to be carpooling and having lunch together every day. It's too close to uh, too close for comfort, according to him, and it makes him feel like he doesn't have any independence. Despite that, I'm thrilled that I got the job. It's a great company and a great position, and I want to accept it. But will it be the end of our marriage? What do you think? I would be thrilled too. Um, I would. I think that would be fantastic. Like if your wife worked with I you. Couldn't. Yes. Couldn't disagree really? with you more. I, what? Wow. I mean, think, I look. I uh, I I think. Look, I don't think my my wife. I love my wife, and she loves me. But I don't think she wants me anywhere near her when she's working. Just as I don't really <laughs> want her around. I, you know, when I was working, I don't think it would have been advisable to have her around me either. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you did work with your husband, Rachel. I did. Yeah, and it was that we had a long discussion before. 
we agreed to do that because he worked there first and I got a job. So it was very similar to this, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, he knew that I was applying, though, and I told him. And I was pretty much going to get the job. We we knew that because I was kind of, I was the only candidate, really. So, <laughs> so I applied and I got it. <laughs> That's how I got a position on student council. Yeah, yeah it was just me. <laughs> well, as far as I know, I don't know. But I, uh, so we did work together side by side. And the boss told us, okay, that it's fine if you guys want to work together. But you can't, one of you can never be the other one's boss. So neither of you will ever move up. And we were at the time, we were like, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, I only worked there for two years, but it was fine. And he's still there. And he is the boss now. So I can't, I could never go back. Um but it was okay because we didn't see each other a lot during the day. We did make sure that we had boundaries. Like we would tell other coworkers, if you have an issue with the other one, don't come to me. Right? Yeah. Like don't bitch. To, I'm not dealing with that for you kind of thing. Yeah. Like so you need to deal with them as if I am not their spouse. Right? Like you don't come to me for, for any of that. We're not getting in the middle of it. So and it was fine. Ashley and I were uh, actually talking about this and decided that I could I could definitely work for her no yeah. problem but mm -hmm. I don't think we we couldn't be equals because you know if you had to work on something together and you were equals and and neither one of you wanted to give in because you don't have to give in that could cause some problems yeah, that's, that's oh could she work for you though <laughs> I don't think she would <laughs> but I would I would love it I would love it. Really? Although I would can say that I've been on the other other end of this, where I know two people who were in different departments that worked together. They were boyfriend and girlfriend at the same radio station, uh, and he was totally fine. But if other things were happening that didn't involve her, she may involve herself to try and like stand in for him and say, "Hey, well, actually, he would think this, or he wouldn't do that, or he wouldn't have said those things." Yeah. And start and cause more problems when there was no reason for it. Right. I well, think you really need to have those boundaries. Like being together is great for a relationship. So is being apart. You need space. Yeah. Everybody needs their space. Everybody needs their work people in mm -hmm. their life. You need it's nice to have work people. You're in allowed your life. to have a separate life, yes. you know, at but as long from as your it's spouse. Just, yes, your work exactly. life. I don't understand why you wouldn't tell your husband you were applying for the job. Yeah, that's, that's a bit of a red flag to me. That, like, I'm applying to a right job there. at your company. What? Yeah. Of course he's going to be mad. Like, obviously you knew he wouldn't be thrilled with it because you didn't tell him. Yeah, but yeah. why is he not thrilled? Why is he so against it? I, I think that's that also a, a red secret. flag. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, do, I don't know. He doesn't want to be around her that much. Like, that's kind of... Well, we've put we've uh, put this out on our social media, and it seems similar to Sandy's experience, uh, who said, "I went to work at the same company as my husband, and we worked in opposite ends of the building. Although there were no red flags for me, as he encouraged it, we are now divorced because he had something going on with another coworker." <gasps> How can he do that at work when you're there? And encouraged you to work there? Wow! Like obviously, you're gonna find out. If any two people are having an affair at work, everybody knows. People find out eventually. <laughs> what about Dion, who, who does agree with us that I think it's a red flag that he got upset? I get it. I was nervous too when I started working with my husband, but I admit I love it now. It's only brought us closer together. Well, how about okay. that? Hey, 
you know. I didn't mind working with my husband. I really did. And I think in our case, we were trained to do the job the same way. So there wasn't a lot of arguing about how to do the job. We did end up talking about work a lot because that's all we did was work together and then see each other on weekends. And we didn't have kids yet either. I'm not on his side, uh, but I wonder why she didn't tell him that she wanted that she was applying yeah. for a job. There's there are red flags on both sides here. That's what I think. Yeah, so. she hasn't told I us agree. the whole story. <laughs> yeah, I think because of that, I would say maybe don't take the job unless it because it might end your marriage later. If there's red flags on both sides, yeah. I feel like that's not going down. But a path maybe the that marriage should end. Maybe this what it, this is it needs to end anyway, and this will help it happen, and you'll be happier oh. afterwards. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what you want. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if that's okay with you, then take the job. I guess. Somebody uh, Kelly says to said to us, "I worked with my husband. I got him the job at our place." We hardly saw each other, and it was nice carpooling with them. Look, the the trip uh, to and from work, I think, would be uh, that that wouldn't bother me. That would yeah. be fine. I Jeremy mean, and I did sure. that. We were yeah. okay. That would be fine. Yeah. I would, I would quite money. enjoy that. You would you you could get all your work chit chat out of the way on the way home, and then you don't have to worry about that <laughs> stuff in the more. You can yeah. argue about whether or not the radio is playing a song that you want or what they want. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it fresh enough? <laughs> sure. Good point. <laughs> A big shout out to one of our sponsors, Calves for a Cause. Yeah, if you're in the market for a calf, buy it from this auction because all the proceeds go to the Children's Health Foundation here in London. Daryl and his wife, Sarah, have started Calves for a Cause a couple years ago. Was it two years ago? They raised $71,000 the first year. Last year, they raised 35000 So we've got to surpass that this year. Would like so to, the, yeah. the auction date is April 5th, and it's hosted at and during the Canadian Dairy Expo in Stratford. Um, but it's online. Okay, they have a Facebook page. You can just look up Calves for a Cause. And they have an Instagram page, which is Calves for a Cause with dots in between each word. I mean, this is like pick out, you know, bachelor number one, bachelor number two on some of these. Exactly. Some of these calves are on here. They've got everything. They've got uh, all their lineage and all that stuff. Some of these are like uh, junior champion of Oxford County was a calf from last year. I mean, these are these calves are very superior calves. And it's for a cause. And it uh, turns out Foreman knows a lot about calves. <laughs> you didn't think I would? But how much do you know about horses, Foreman? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, let's not go down it's not that. Fools <laughs> for a cause. Yeah. Fools. Okay. <laughs> calves for a cause. So the auction is April 5th, and it's during the Canadian Dairy Expo in Stratford. Uh, soft close April 5th at noon, so you want to get on before there, before then, Okay. The reason they started this, uh, Daryl and Sarah, is because they spent four months in Children's Hospital with their son, Brooks, right after he was born. He spent two months in the NICU, and then he was diagnosed with congenital central hypoventilation syndrome and was also diagnosed with a secondary disease called Hirschsprung's disease. And then he was moved to the PCCU at Children's, and he had more care there that was kind of more specialized to what he needed but they've spent a lot of time at children's and they wanted to give back and we know that it's a great cause we've supported children's hospital a lot over the years Mm -hmm. so this uh calves for a cause auction will support the children's health foundation 
Would you, do you think you would know, do you think you do use it, the phrase most used by successful couples in their relationship? Successful couples? The phrase, the most successful couples. There's one phrase that unites them all. Yes, the phrase used most in successful relationships has been narrowed down by uh, Hmm. a pair of married psychologists. These doctors have been married for 35 years, and they've been studying relationship stability in 40,000 partners. Right. Hmm. I mean, what phrase are you using most often in your relationship? I love you. Uh, no. I'll, I'll do the dishes. That's not it. <laughs> I'll do the dishes. That's, yes. Wrong. Sorry, Wrong. honey. I'll Sad. vacuum. I'll vacuum for I'll you. I'll clean the toilet. Let me clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrong. Those, those uh, all should qualify, but they're not the most Let me do the laundry. Yeah. Hey, give me that garbage. I want to take it out. Right. <laughs> Wrong. Don't worry. I'll shovel the driveway. That's right. I will look after that for you. Yes. Wrong. No. Yes. The one thing all couples have in common is that they want to be appreciated. And so the number one phrase used by those in successful relationships is thank you. Really? Oh. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Okay. I think sometimes yeah. you don't say thank you. Thank you enough. Thank you enough. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Jeremy and I try and say thank you a lot when when each of us would do a chore. I think I say thank you more than he does. I uh, so. that does not surprise me. I one assume bit. so. I would I would have assumed that. Yeah. Why? I, <laughs> because uh, uh, does the term high maintenance mean anything to you? <laughs> but I say thank you to him. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly, that's my point. Oh. <laughs> Just to rub it in about how often he doesn't right. say it to you. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't say it very much either because I feel like something like, okay, I you cleaned up the kitchen or whatever. I mean, do I say thank you to that? Because I generally don't because yeah. you're, not, you're not doing it for me. It's not like, oh, doing I did for this for you. Yeah, it's just something that, that right. happened. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, like, I live here too. Thanks for cleaning that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would uh, I would say that... You know, Jeremy gripes about doing the garbages, and I'm like, thanks for taking out the garbages, you know, mm-hmm. or thanks well, for doing say. the dishes. Well, I, I would always um, try, uh, you know, because I really, and now, uh, by the way, I, and I, I did say this when I when I walked away from working on the radio that I wanted to learn uh, to cook a little bit more and I have been uh, doing more cooking I'm not really good at it but I've been doing more cooking and good then for you. I, I find myself that I'm the caretaker of the home now so I do a lot of that and I don't even I don't even like uh, I think uh, I had cleaned the place one day this uh, last week I think I had gone top to bottom or whatever and nobody noticed nobody said thank you nobody you know but that's okay because I think that was happening a lot when I was busy doing other things and I didn't notice Um, and I uh, and I even uh, now because my wife needs um, and my uh, daughter went to a a semi-formal I'm the uh, the king with uh, the king of the uh, ironing in the house. I just, Are it's you? Just a, it's a skill. Really, that, I didn't know it's that. It's a skill that I uh, acquired from my mother uh, oh. a long, long wow. time ago, and so in I will drop off years. some shirts. Yes. yes, I had no idea that <laughs> yes. you were such a good. Oh ironer. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's nothing that you know. So I uh, have been looking <laughs> after uh, some pants for. Uh, 
uh, for my wife because she has to uh, she has to uh, look the part when she goes into work. Okay. And uh, we had a semi formal, and the dress arrived in a box, and I took one look at it, and I said, you know, that needs to be pressed. And uh, my let me uh, just my, take care of that uh, for my you. My sixteen year old said. Iron. My sixteen year old said <laughs> the same thing she says to me pretty much every day. What? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I looked after that. I so. literally iron nothing. Like if it's if I can't just dry it and it, the wrinkles come out, then I don't I, iron I, it. I kind of noticed that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I got I I think I ironed uh, two or three uh, things for. Uh, I saw some clothes sitting somewhere and I went, these need to be ironed. That's mm. why they're here. So mm-hmm. I looked after it and I, you know and uh, I didn't hear anything for a couple of days and then out of the blue, uh, yeah, Jenna said. By the way, thanks for ironing my clothes. You saved me a lot of time doing that. Yeah. I'm like, hey, no problem. But doesn't that make you feel good? Yes, of yes, course. Yes, it's nice of when someone course. thanks you for your efforts. So I would and do, notices. Yeah, well, so I would do sure. that when, you know, when I was doing, she was doing most of the cooking and all of that stuff. I would often, I would try to make a point of saying, "That was really good. Thanks." Right. You know, uh, because I think that's what you want to hear when you feed people. You want yes. them to like it's it. Good. Yeah. Thank and you thank for feeding you for me. It. Yeah, I think we try and say thank you. We do. Yeah. So I should. Yeah. Oh, you don't, Foreman. Well, I mean, I I took someone to task on my other little radio show because I did bring this up as well, and she went on about how her and her and her fiance do say thank you to each other every day. And they say, I appreciate you every day. Oh, Bullshit. wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm going that far. Yeah, so we say thank you all the time. So I do agree with what the psychologists are saying. But on top of it, we also, um, we one-up it. We say, I appreciate you instead of thank you sometimes. So uh, if he'll do something to help me or if I do something to help him, we just turn and we go, I appreciate you. And usually, that's a daily thing. Like, that's an honest, I appreciate you, and not uh, an ironic, I appreciate you? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You're lying. (laughs) I am not. (laughs) You do not daily say, I appreciate you. We do. No one does. very important for us. If that's honest, which I still don't think it is. I do. I believe that. Uh, I mean, that's very, very nice. I really, and I genuinely wish you can continue that if it's true, which it isn't. But if you could start that, then that would be really great. I love obviously. it. We should all be doing it. But some of us are human. Yeah. <laughs> and some of us don't appreciate each other. We just resent each other in a loving way, in a healthy okay. way. <laughs> and I, I don't mean any disrespect, Kate. I really, really don't. No, I know. But I feel like if I had a, uh, like a couple's games night with you and your fiance, and you were constantly saying how much you appreciated each other, I might talk about you on the drive home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're making it seem like I say it for every little thing. You don't say it for every little thing. (laughs) Mormon, you don't even have to say thank you because as we know, the only thing you need to do is not cheat on Ashley and you're fine. Good yeah. point. You yeah. can fuck right off and no one cares. No. That's right. Because apparently she's quite you, content. As long as you're not doing that content. one thing, you're content. good. You're yeah. content. Still content. Yes. This is due to underwhelming demand with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. And uh, just before we go, shout out to our sponsors. Melissa Photography. Yes. 
Yes, and Calves for a Cause, the auction happening April 5th, by the way, if you forgot. Look them up because they support us. We hope that you'll support them. Yes, we certainly do. So Thank you very uh, much to and them. We, we appreciate their support. Uh, we got an email. Oh, you have one. Richard, you got an email? Somebody, uh, if you want to email oh, us, by yeah. the way, DaveRachelForeman at gmail.com. Send us an email. You can uh, also, mm-hmm. if you want to talk to us, you can do it with uh, Messenger on Facebook, right, Foreman? Yeah, I mean, it's easy. You're basically texting us if you use Messenger and or send us a voice memo so we can play it during the show. We would love that. Yeah, we yeah. could. Uh, or, you know, if you have a dear Dave Rachel Foreman query about your relationship, we'll gladly take those by messenger or email as well. Yeah, Absolutely. however you want to sure. send that. Yeah, Lisa or had Instagram. sent us a message. A really nice one uh, that just said, you know, you guys are so awesome together. I've listened to Dave since I was a kid, like 100 years ago. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thanks for that. <laughs> you three are meant to be, and I'm loving your podcast. Keep it up from all of us original BX93 kids. Great. What great, what great call. Thank you so much. Great Thank you for it. listening. Yeah. They're awesome. They play what you want. <laughs> oh, they used to play what you wanted. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they play now. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. comment. Anyway. Uh, that's it. Uh, thank you for uh, you know uh, your support and uh, the downloads. Yeah, twenty thousand. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and tell your friends. 